Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be talking about fat shaming, or at least perceived fat shaming. And so we're clear, no, I don't approve of making people feel like they are less than or disposable because of their weight, whether that's being too heavy or too thin, just don't call people names or anything like that. It's not nice. It's not what good people do. But with that being said, I feel like we're at a point in society where we can't even make medically factual statements about health and biology without it being considered fat shaming. And that's a problem. So that's what we're going to be covering today. But first, I need to tell you guys about our amazing sponsor, Bowl and Branch. Imagine, if you will, these scenarios. You've just taken a shower and to dry yourself off, you reach for a roll of sandpaper. Or at the end of a long day, you go and flop yourself onto a bed of nails covered with fire ants. Now, if you're uncomfortable with even the mental images of what I've just described, that's because we ultimately all know that when it comes to bedding, mattresses, towels, comfort matters. Softness and quality matter. So if you're looking for bedding, a mattress, or towels, look no further than Bowl and Branch. They're the softest and most comfortable sheets in the world and the only bedding loved by three different U.S. presidents. Shipping is always free. You can try them out risk-free for 30 nights, and right now, you get $50 off your first set of sheets at bowlandbranch.com with the promo code CHEN. Again, that's $50 off huge savings at bowlandbranch.com with the promo code CHEN. That's spelled B-O-L-L and branch.com with the code CHEN. So the reason I bring up fat shaming is basically because of Lizzo. And for anyone who's like, what's a Lizzo? Well, fellow young person, allow me to explain. Lizzo is a very popular singer and rapper, and I personally do think she's quite talented. But what sets her apart from a lot of other female artists right now is, among other things, to be totally honest, the fact that she's not just overweight, but I think it's safe to say full-on obese. Lizzo has become a symbol of empowerment for the body positivity and fat acceptance movements, which is something that she has leaned into. Her music touches on those themes, and she has spoken about things like body image and self-acceptance in interviews. The term body positive, technically, it only exists because of body shaming. You know, I think that People should naturally be body positive and body positivity is, should be something that is like built in our culture. Yes, you'll have days where you're like, I used to look like this, now I look like this. I don't necessarily feel comfortable with that, but don't listen to what these people are trying to sell you about how you should look. If you're not someone who pays attention to the cultural zeitgeist, what you pretty much need to know is that everybody loves everything Lizzo does right now. She's kind of like Jennifer Lawrence in like 2012 before everyone got sick of her and she said some questionable things. Anyway, I know the internet is always mad about something, but this past week people really freaked out when Jillian Michaels, who by the way is a personal trainer and overall health enthusiast, appeared on this segment. I love celebrities like Lizzo or Ashley Graham who are really preaching self-acceptance. I love her music, yeah, 100%. Well, I don't know anything about her. I'm sure she's a cool awesome chick. Yeah, and I love that they're putting images out there that we normally don't get to see of bodies that we don't get to see being celebrated. And um, why are we celebrating her body? Why does it matter? That's what I'm saying. Like, why aren't we celebrating her music? Because it isn't going to be awesome if she gets diabetes. Well, I want to ask you... I'm just being honest. Like, I love her music. Like, my kid loves her music. But there's never a moment where I'm like, and I'm so glad that she's uh, uh, overweight. Like, 
why do we, why do I even care? Predictably, people were not impressed with that. Now, personally, I don't think Michael said anything wrong. First off, she was very complimentary to Lizzo's talents and didn't say anything bad about her as a person. Second, she's not the one who brought up her weight or her body. That other presenter did, and even then, Michael said her weight shouldn't matter in regard to her music, which she's right. It shouldn't. And third, what Michaels did say about Lizzo's weight was accurate at the weight she is. Lizzo is gonna be prone to diabetes. In a sane world, this interview would be a non-issue. But the thing is, we're not in a sane world. So here's what people had to say about it. One user indignantly replied, more people die from complications of anorexia than any other mental illness, but sure, let's ask for Lizzo's blood work. Look, anorexia is bad. Of course, no one, not me, not Jillian Michaels, I'm sure, wants people to be underweight. But ob objectively speaking, obesity is a much bigger problem, no pun intended, than anorexia. Okay, and deaths related to being overweight are way more numerous than deaths related to anorexia. I mean, it, it's not really a competition either way, so I'm not sure why this person is even bringing up anorexia, but it's like, Jillian Michaels isn't making this up. Diabetes is a large problem, especially in America. Another person while tweeting a clown meme wrote, does she not know that skinny people can have diabetes just like larger women? Skinny people can have diabetes, absolutely, especially type 1 diabetes, but heavier people are more prone to develop diabetes during their lives. Like that's that's not fat shaming, that's just a medical reality, and I say that as someone with type 2 diabetic family members. Next, another person replied, this is just so violent. It hurts a wound a lot of us thought we'd healed. Seems like a bit of an exaggeration, but okay, I guess. And finally, this person who is very comfortable on her soapbox wrote, it matters because the standard of health and beauty in this country is you, and the average woman in this country doesn't and will most likely never look like you. So it's high time we change our perception of ourselves and what beauty is to reflect the average woman. I get what she's saying, but here's the thing. The average woman in the United States is overweight. And that's not good. And I'm not saying that because of any beauty standards or anything, but imagine if most people in the country started smoking. Would you think that the best response to that would be to have everyone, or at least most people, in movies and TV shows and commercials be smokers so they could be more representative of the average person? Or should we worry less about representation and instead try to address the fact that the average person is not living a healthy lifestyle. I know people take weight a lot more personally than something like smoking because it it does affect the way we look and, and that's not fun, but right now, being overweight and complications related to being overweight, those problems do kill more people than smoking, okay? Yes, the obesity crisis in America is that bad. But to her credit, at least at the time that I'm filming this, Jillian Michaels has stood by what she said. As she posted to her social media, quote, 
as I've stated repeatedly, we are all beautiful, worthy, and equally deserving. I also feel strongly that we love ourselves enough to acknowledge there are serious health consequences that come with obesity, heart disease, diabetes, and cancer, to name only a few. I would never wish these for anyone, and I would hope we prioritize our health because we love ourselves and our bodies. I've talked about this before on this show, but I get why fat acceptance and body positivity in relation to being overweight is so popular among some women. At the end of the day, everyone, but especially women, want to be told they're beautiful. But overweight bodies, especially very overweight bodies, typically aren't seen as the ideal form. And there are biological reasons behind some of the things we do or do not find attractive, by the way, and weight is one of those things with biological backing, but in any case, this ends up with a lot of women feeling insecure about their bodies and their looks. That's sad, all right? That really sucks. And as someone who has struggled with self-esteem issues in the past, I wouldn't want that feeling for anybody. And for the record, I do find Lizzo beautiful weight aside. She is beautiful and she should love her body. But like Michael said, part of loving your body does mean taking care of it. This effort to preserve the feelings of heavier women started off by telling people not to shame overweight people, which is fair. But it then started trying to redefine beauty standards to include even the most obese people, which is kind of problematic. And it's now finally morphed into a movement that believes we can't even talk about the scientific health risks associated with obesity, which is not to sound ableist or whatever, but insane. And because this isn't my first time talking about this subject, I know, I, I know, some people will say, oh, but you wanting to talk about the health risks behind being overweight is just another form of shaming. You just want people to feel bad about themselves. No, this isn't about shaming anyone. This is about wanting people to be informed about the health decisions they are making for themselves when they lead certain lifestyles. Cigarettes now come with warning labels. Commercials for alcohol tell you to please drink responsibly. I think people should be able to eat and weigh whatever they want while being informed of the health consequences they are inflicting upon themselves. Real quick though, before we go any further, I do have a quick message from our awesome sponsors at NetSuite. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. That is what NetSuite by Oracle has set out to solve because most companies don't have a clear picture of their finances and that's why many businesses fail. The question for any business owner out there is are you confident that you've got the right numbers at your fingertips. Serious entrepreneurs and finance teams run on NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite offers a full picture of all your finances all in one place in real time, right from your phone or your desktop. There's no more guessing, no more worry that what you don't know could kill your company. That's why NetSuite customers grow three times faster than the S&P 500 and you can too. Schedule your free demo right now and receive their free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash lauren. Again, set up your free demo and get your free guide today at netsuite.com slash lauren. That's netsuite.com slash lauren. There are studies that have shown people do make healthier diet choices when they're more educated about how what they eat affects their overall health. But the trends we're seeing in the US at least lately are that people are actually getting fatter and less likely to say they want to lose weight which is a bad combination. As the Daily Mail reported, quote, 
More Americans weighed above 200 pounds in the 2010s than in the decade prior, new research has found. In a survey, pollsters interviewed more than 1,000 American adults and asked them what their current weight was, how they would describe themselves, and if they wanted to lose weight. Between 2010 and 2019, 42% of men said they weighed at least 200 pounds, an increase from 38% from 2001 to 2009. And for women, 14% weighed 200 pounds or more during the 2010s, up from 12% in the prior decade. But as the weight of the population rises, fewer people describe themselves as being very or somewhat overweight. In the 2010s, 38% of Americans said they are very or somewhat overweight, in comparison with 41% who gave the same answers in the aughts. Meanwhile, the number of U.S. adults who say their weight is about right rose from 53% to 56%. Additionally, many Americans appear content with their weight and said they aren't looking to drop any pounds. About 54% of Americans said they want to lose weight from 2010 to 2019, a drop from the 59% that wanted to lose weight from 2001 to 2009. Not only are people getting fatter, they're also getting less likely to recognize that they are overweight and are less likely to say that they want to lose weight than just a few years ago. This is the reality that body acceptance run amok has brought us. And our culture has gotten so sensitive about weight and so against anything that could possibly suggest that being overweight isn't just a super brave, empowering thing to do, that not only do we attack anyone who tries to bring up the health risks associated with obesity, but people now have also began attacking others just for celebrating when someone loses weight. Let me repeat that, celebrating a huge and life-changing weight loss is now considered harmful to overweight people. I am serious. This is a thing that is happening. Adele, another singer who, by the way, I am such a huge fan of, such a big fan. I cannot begin to describe how much her music touches my soul, but anyway, she's always been a heavier person, but recently pictures emerged of her having undergone a massive weight loss. And predictably, because losing weight does take a lot of hard work and is a huge accomplishment, people were celebrating her weight loss. So many people out there were so happy for Adele and were all saying how amazing she looked. However, by doing that, what these people didn't realize is that they were actually spitting in the face of fat people everywhere, including Adele's former self. Don't believe me? Here are these wise Twitter users to educate us all. As insufferable feminist actress Jamila Jamil tweeted, quote, Adele was beautiful before, is beautiful now, will be beautiful whatever the F weight she will be in the future. The weight of a global icon trending is a sign there is still work to do in how we value women in 2020. Being thinner doesn't add to her value. She was born 100. Yes, how... How dare those people congratulate Adele for her impressive weight loss, the, the bastards. And as another person emotionally chimed in, celebrating Adele's weight loss is a garbage thing to do for a million reasons. Here are two. One, it tells your fat friends you think their bodies are a problem to be solved. Two, the weight loss could be the result of physical or mental health struggles we're to cheer about. Not celebrating someone's weight loss in order to not offend overweight people would be like not celebrating someone's recovery from cancer in order to not offend people with cancer. Talking about weight and healthy lifestyles shouldn't be this personal. I feel like people have gotten way too sensitive about this stuff. I mean, sure, I'm skinny, but as someone who pretty much lives on a computer for their 
their job and entertainment, I have no problem at all admitting that my lifestyle is far from ideal health-wise. I'm not gonna act all shocked and offended if someone says, by the way, if you're starting to develop bed sores, that probably means you need to be a little more active. In any case, that's pretty much all I have to say for now, and as always, I would love to know what you guys think. Was Jillian Michaels out of line with her comments about Lizzo? Did she fat shame her, or was she simply telling the truth? And is it rude to congratulate people who were formerly fat for their weight loss? Let me know, but that's it for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.